0: Hey, everyone, welcome to the Get Real podcast. We're so excited that you're with us. Each and every week, we're going to open up God's word. We're going to have some discussion around what it means to live an intentional life. So let's listen in as we try to get real together.
1: Hey, everyone, welcome to the Get Real podcast. My name is Brandon Ginden. I am the senior pastor at Real Life Ministries Texas, and I am here with two of my good friends today. Um, as, uh, as always, my good friend, Lori Arnold. <laughs> hey, friends, and, uh, another teammate of ours and great friend of mine that's joining us today, Rob Garcia. Hey, what's up? And, uh, we're excited about today. Today's going to be a lot of fun. Um, even though we're, uh, hitting a tough topic, which we kind of tend to do on this, this podcast, we've been in a series, uh, Jesus, our model as we look at. Following Christ and what it looks like in real life, and how do we apply those things to life and walk them out and to be who we are as followers of Jesus. The topic today that we're going to hit on is speaking truth and love, and saying the hard things that we need to say sometimes, and but doing it in a way that it's received mm-hmm. by people. And uh, Rob, who's one of our teammates here, and I'm so grateful, Rob, that you're here um, on on the podcast today. Um, I, I want to introduce him for all of you um, that are listening. Rob oversees uh, our recovery ministry and has been here on the team now for two full, it's two uh,
0: full years. May 17th,
1: yeah. two, two full years. Yeah, fantastic. And, and Rob has been a great friend to me, mm-hmm. um, a partner in ministry, one of the associate pastors on our staff. And and it's had a huge impact in people's lives, and and I know Lori for both you and I, Rob has spoke truth into our lives. Absolutely. And um, it's it's just great to have you here and and to hear your perspective, um, okay. your journey in ministry and why this topic I know is near and dear to your heart.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure.
1: And an important part of of the ministry that you walk out with folks that are often mm-hmm. hurting. And so, Rob, for our listeners, maybe just give a little bit of your background, and uh, we'll get into um this topic of speaking truth and love and how how and how and why this is important to you.
0: Okay. Thanks. Uh yeah, uh it's not like the normal background, I guess you could say. I I was the uh, I didn't come to Christ till a really late age. So I, I lived a broken home, a single mom, worked all the time, grandma raised me. I was in the streets a lot, did a lot of bad things. Um just I really got to the point in my life. I just didn't even believe God was real yeah. until, you know, one fateful day, um, actually broke into a house mm. to uh, commit suicide. Wow! And then, um, man, with the, with the gun to my head and everything, I just denied God, and uh, I actually called him out and said, "Man, if you're if you're if you're real, if this is even real, if this can even happen, you have to show yourself to me." Oh. And, yeah. And in His mercy, on a clear day, it started raining. And long story short, man, uh, before the pistol hit the ground, so my knees did, and I yeah. threw my hands up, surrendered to the Lord. But unfortunately, that that's a hallelujah moment, but man, it just wasn't. So the next thing I did was just open the Bible because I had to figure out who I was.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: And I read Romans 5, 1 through 11, and it just totally defined it. I was like, cool. And then I just started getting in my word. But for three years, I walked alone. I didn't yeah. have discipleship. I didn't have relationship because what I was reading in the word, people wasn't doing that. Nobody yeah. was talking to me. I was actually getting rejected by people calling themselves Christians. And so there was no truth in love there. There was nothing. It was just, I'm going to leave that dude alone.
1: Wow. Mm.
0: Yeah, and then three years later, a guy actually met me right where I was at, and that's where why it's so important to me, Brandon, Mm. is because this guy met me right where I was at in sin, Mm. and just asked me a question, said, "Hey, man, do you love Him?" Mm. And I was like, "Yeah." And he just invited me into what I now know is a relational environment for discipleship, right? And he just started disciple me, talking to me, working through the scriptures, and then that just ingrained in me for me to never look down on anybody yeah. unless I'm willing to help them up because I, I experienced real love.
1: Yeah. That's so good. It, it I mean, it just automatically makes me think of the story of Jesus and mm. the woman at the well. Yeah. Because, you know, when we look at that story in John chapter four, Jesus meets her right where she's at. He knows he's God. He knows the sin that she's in. He, he ex- exposes that, calls her out in it. But before that he was willing to go where she was at. Yeah. He was willing to sit right with her where she was and demonstrate a caring and love for her that was that was bigger than the sin. Yeah. So good. And and share with him who he was and share the truth with him. And this this part of speaking truth in love, I, I think Rob, something you said is so, so important. Is the person that discipled you didn't see himself like over, like better than you, like right. met met you where you were at. And and I think that's such a an important part, right? Well, if yeah. we're going to speak truth in love to people that we remember where we've been, Yeah, we remember who we are, we remember where, you know, that, where we come from. And, and so, you know, Rob, I think I want to ask you this question is, is when you've been walking this out in the ministry that you lead here in our church, and even you do this in your own life, I see it all the time, is why is that element for you to... To, you know, to not just bypass, um you know, somebody's sin or to overlook it or justify it or, you know, to just, okay, you know, and not, not say anything, but to come up to speak truth and in, into somebody's life. Um I know it's been important for you personally, mm-hmm. so you shared, but also as you execute or you walk that out or you live that out in your, in your
0: ministry, why that's so important to you. Brandon, man, that's such a great question. And I think it just, it's simply answered like, because of the great grace that I received, being able to have a a right size view of who God is Mm -hmm. and his redemptive love and his power and his grace, his mercy for me that I have to share that with others. Like, I just can't look at others and see where they're struggling and not hurt for them. Yeah, And and it gets emotional because I know that Jesus intercedes in prayer for us. Mm -hmm. And I know that it, in my actions was hurting and, and, I can imagine his compassion, his heart, because I have that in me now. And So when yeah. I see others, I don't see others as they are. Like, I don't see a prostitute. I don't see a drug dealer. I don't see a drug addict. I see a child of God that's yeah. in desperate need of, of just a relationship with the Father. And I have to be those hands and feet. That's why I love that story with the woman at the will. Mm-hmm. Jesus just sits with this lady mm-hmm. and just talks to her right where she's at. Mm-hmm. And just asks her intentional questions. Mm-hmm. And it's beautiful. That's,
1: that's great. Lori. What kind of your thoughts on that, you know, as we're getting into this topic and speaking truth, I've, I've watched you walk through hard things with people as well and, and be able to, you know, I think Rob's point of seeing them for how God sees them is so important, but maybe kind of your, share your perspective on the topic.
2: Yeah. Well, with my team, um, I ask them all the time for a lot of grace and but I know and I let them know that I'm going to give them a lot of grace as well because I have to. Yeah. And um, just when we met a few weeks ago, um, I reminded them that I'm going to try to do better at giving feedback because that's something that I'm not great at Um, because it can be awkward and uncomfortable and but it's necessary for growth. And so. Just as I give feedback. I also ask them to do the same with me. Sure. Mm -hmm. And so we have to be able to communicate with one another and speak truth and love. And especially those hard things that might be uncomfortable to say or to hear. Mm. Um, We have to be willing to go there. And, you know, there's a phrase that I've heard you use a lot. And I I think about that right now, just Mm -hmm. as I'm talking about, you know, speaking with my team members and um, but it's earning the right,
1: right? Yeah, you know,
2: mm-hmm. we've got to earn the right. So, right. would you share with everyone what that means?
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I think this pr- this principle of earning the right with someone to speak into their life. I think I think there's two parts of it. I think one is we earn the right to speak into somebody's life by the time that we spend with them, mm. the proximity that we are with them. We earn the right. They know that that we care about them, that we love them, and and you know, Rob, I've seen you do that. In, in the ministry you're, that you're in, I've seen you do that on our staff. You've done that in my life. Mm-hmm. You've, you've spent the time you've demonstrated that you care about me. And so um, you've spoken to my life. And I think, I think you would say the opposite is true.
0: Yes, absolutely. <laughs> the
1: time that we've spent together Yeah. and to go, I know that I've earned the right with you, that you know, that what I'm going to say or speak to you in truth is comes from a place of love.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: And I think Lori, your point of going that has to go both directions that we have to be able to one, be open in our lives to receive truth from others. Yes. And so I think that's the second part of it. So one is that kind of that proximity and time with people. You got to, you got to build that relationship. But second, asking yourself, are you, are you willing to allow people to speak into your life?
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: And, and, and having that kind of that, that two way, you know, two way street. And so. I think those are, those are important, important parts. And that starts to be build a culture with where you are, mm-hmm. you know, in my home, can my boys, let's say, come to me and say, Hey dad, you know, I don't, I don't like this or yeah. I'm frustrated or you hurt my feelings or you, I don't like this dad or, Hey, you're not spending enough time with this dad. Or do I have that culture in my home mm-hmm. to where they can come talk to me and say those things and, and I'm not going to get defensive and you know, whatever. Right. And so I think that it goes both ways. And so. Rob, maybe share some more about that as you've, you know, you've ministered to people in recovery ministry and being able to earn that right with them and come speak into their lives. Yeah. You know, what's, how has that been an important part of the ministry that you do?
0: Yeah. So that's, so one of the ministries that we, we do here is it's called regeneration. It's in our recovery ministry. And it's a, it's a similar 12 step program that we walk through, but it's very biblically based and founded on the word. Um, The main thing that I learned there, and it it just transfers over to real life is man, two things is being authentic and Uh transparent Uh and sharing, well, three things, I guess, (laughs) and sharing first. Uh So when you walk in a room, like, especially in recovery and and like, we have a thing called groundwork and these are people like your first timers and they're getting into the first six weeks of it. And there's a lot of tension because they're like, okay, because people come in the door thinking that they're the only one struggling with this Mm. and they're just not. Right, And so as the leader and how I coach my team and like what, to what Lori was saying is like, I'm telling them, Hey, share first, be transparent, be open and authentic with them. Let them know your struggle. So yeah. we don't identify with our struggles. So when I would come in, I'd be like, Hey, my name is Rob. I have a new life in Christ. So the first thing I'm going to do is identify with my savior. Mm-hmm. Like, Hey, I'll just struggle with anger mm-hmm. today. That's what it's at. And they're like, Oh, this guy's angry. Wait, you're on staff here. Yeah. Right. And I still struggle with anger. Guess what? Me and my wife had an argument the other day. Yeah. Whoa! Yeah. Like, <laughs> but they're like, "Oh, okay." And then that that kind of just defeats and breaks down the walls. Mm. And as I'm being authentic and transparent um. and sharing first, it in it kind of like you can almost see it empower them to speak. And then that just transfers everywhere else we go. Yeah, um.
1: that's great. i am like. I mean, I want to put this idea on the table for for all of us to discuss. Maybe Lori, you get us started. Is why the world struggles. So much with this, with this topic. I mean, I, when I look at it, especially in the church, yeah, we either share truth, but it's from a place of, you know, harsh, mm. um, just, you know, kind of demanding or we avoid it altogether. It's kind of this two ends of a spectrum. Yeah. And I think it's even that somewhat that way in society. And you look in, in, in social media or whatever, it's, it's, it's awful. I yeah. think where we're at, we've lost so many different arts of relationship um, as people. And so I want to kind of table that up for us to discuss is why do you think that is? Why do you think, or what is it the cause? What's causing this to where we've lost with with people to be able to speak truth and love? What are your thoughts?
2: I think there's a couple of things. I think um, one of the reasons is they simply don't know how because they've never been taught or shown. Sure and i think the other reason is just expectations we have expectations everyone has different expectations mm-hmm. um and so you know i might walk into a situation and i am real good at tell, making up stories in my head about how things are going to go <laughs> and that might be nothing of the truth you know um but i will tell you how somebody's going to feel I can I can tell you what they're gonna say and it's fear. You the know?
1: imagination. Yeah. yeah. My
2: imagination just runs wild. So I've got these expectations in my head of how something's gonna go. Um, so I think those are really, those are two of the reasons that just popped into my head when you asked that question. Hmm. Um, and that's one of the things that I do love about um just being here, being a part of this church body in particular, because we do live it out. You know we do our best to live it out. we don't yeah. always get it right, but right. we do our best to live it out and just as we're sharing, I mean, we can all give examples where each one of us yeah. has had these moments with each other, right you know and i i am I'm am confident in our relationship I'm confident in the in the Lord to know mm. that
1: yep.
2: whatever I bring to you, Brandon mm-hmm. as mm-hmm. my pastor, as my friend as you know as my boss, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not. Relationships not in jeopardy.
1: Right, that's so oh, good. Yeah, so
2: good. I know that I have the freedom to do that, and same with you, Rob. Like when mm. we when we talk, and we might even get into it and get on each other's nerves, yeah. you know. <laughs> <A little bit. laughs> but we, at the end of the day, like I know you're my brother, and yeah. I know. I know you love me. You know that I love you. Absolutely. We are able to talk and hash out things that need to be said. And that's how we grow. And in the end, our relationship is made better because of it. Absolutely. So um, I think there's just a lot of fear when people don't know how to do that Mm. because it's never been done with them before. Right. It can be a huge barrier. And so That's why we're doing this. That's why we're doing this podcast is to help others learn how to do it and give practical ways of doing so.
1: That's so good. There's, yeah, yeah. there's like a hundred things you just said there you could underline and (laughs) and take away. But, you know, one for sure is, I I think for our listeners is to go, I've just, I've never seen a model. Every place that I've been, it's been fights or dysfunction or avoidance or enabling or all of these things. I've just never seen it. And I want to acknowledge that. Yeah. Because, you know, you may be listening to the podcast and go, and that sounds great, but I've just never seen it done. Yeah, I want to, you know, I, I would just pause there and go and encourage you to seek out or to try and find or try and learn or um, pursue some some ways to learn how to to walk out some of these relational things. Specifically, speaking truth and love, whether it be receiving it or giving it in a, in a healthy way, because you can learn. You can. Yeah. It's like you said, these are skills that are learned. Rob, any of your thoughts on that? Oh
0: God, yes. Uh, So like what you were saying, Lori, is awesome. And like what I see for me personally, I can use my I statement, right? We are so ingrained in what this world tells us. And Mm. it formulates not just the fear, but I would even go for the insecurities. Mm. So like everybody can't see me right now. So I'm just going to tell you, I'm bald headed, Hispanic. I'm tattooed from my throat to my ankles. Mm -hmm. So when I walk in the door And I know my past, right? I look like my past because I did those things and now I'm coming in the door, but now I'm a new creation in Christ. But people don't, I don't think people see that Mm -hmm. because I'm still stuck on the insecurity of feeling like you're just this uneducated fifth grade level education guy. Mm -hmm. And then I come to this job and now I'm like, oh, Pastor Brandon and oh, Lori. And oh, like everybody around me has all these degrees. And I'm like, man, like. I feel very insecure in it. Mm. And so I think it has to do with it, but then understanding and like the point of being loved right where I was at. Yeah. Like you guys love me. Like, obviously y'all hired me like, come on. <laughs> like, but the affirmation of y'all just tell me, Hey, I see God working in you. Hey, mm-hmm. and understand that I'm a member of this body yeah. and that it's because I'm tattooed. It's because I'm, it's because of my past. It's because of who God made me. It's not, It's not the insecurity just went away. It was being confident in not just Christ, but the relational equity between one another. Yeah. And so that really helped me go. And I think a lot of it has to do with the insecurities and what the world tells us and who they say we're supposed to be. Right. Mm -hmm. And I was like, and they're just not true. It's just not true. And so, yeah,
1: I I think that's great. And so this part, you know, Lori was saying about people haven't seen it. There isn't a model. So seeking that out, pursuing it of what that can look like and learn. And the part that you're saying, Rob, about why people are, you know, have a difficult time speaking truth and love is out of their own securities. Am I going to be loved? Am I, you didn't use this term, but am I going to be rejected if I do? Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. And, and I want to add one more element that I think is important is when we live in a culture that says, well, there is no truth,
2: uh-huh.
1: we're just going to define truth however we want. And so, what truth am I even speaking into somebody's life? Uh-huh. And and to go to, I think we have to understand that we live in a time and a culture that that doesn't want to hear truth or wants to redefine yeah. what Gosh. truth is. And so my, my encouragement to all of us and, and to those that are in the church is to go, no, Jesus Christ defined truth. He mm. is truth. His scripture is truth. That if I'm going to share truth with you, Rob, I don't have to apologize for it because it's not my truth.
0: Yeah.
1: It's his it is that I am sharing with what I see because I love you. And to your point, Lori, the relationship is never in, in jeopardy. Yeah. I'm sharing it because I love you. Um, I want you to share truth with me because I know you love me and you want what's best for me.
2: Yeah.
1: And if we enter into relationships with that kind of mindset, Then I think now, now we start to have a model. We start Mm -hmm. to show people, oh, if I share truth with you, that doesn't mean our relationship's over. No, I'm trying to build our relationship. This isn't going to end it. And I think us developing some of that, you know, the term I use a lot is grit, you know, some relational grit that, that we're not just going to quit on each Mm -hmm. other is, is, is so important. As we wrap up any kind of final thoughts, things that you have thought through Lori or Rob that you would say, I mean you know, our listeners out there and going, okay, I see this in someone's life. I want to speak truth, but I'm afraid or, or I I don't know. I'm, I'm worried about the relationship or maybe it hasn't gone well in the past. What, give them a
0: word of encouragement. So I would just encourage you to be obedient. If the Lord is prompting you to do it, do it. Um, There was a time I did fail. I, I, I watched a guy walk into a burger joint. He was all tattooed and I told y'all what I am. And God says, speak to him like, nope, that dude, he's no good. He's all tattooed up. And like, I'm being all judgmental. I go to the bathroom and I wash my hands and I'm just completely running from the Lord. And I remember (laughs) the day I washed my hands and I looked in the mirror Mm. Mm. and God, I did not see my reflection. I just saw who God just showed me who I used to be and what he saved me from. Mm. Mm. And man, I just started crying and I went and I prayed with that dude. He gave his life to Christ and like his mom was crying. His girl was crying. (laughs) His baby was rejoicing. And I was like, God, forgive me. May I never, ever forget to look in the mirror and understand who I used to be. Mm -hmm. And it's, I'm not defined by that, but it's who God's made me to be now in my identity in him. So be confident in your identity with Christ Mm -hmm. and just go, Mm -hmm. just go. That's great great lori it's
2: good mine was similar my thought was bite the bullet you know just do it and um can't trust yourself trust the lord because he's got you you know as long as we're doing what he's called us to do he's going to equip us to do that work that's great yeah
1: i think you know the final part i would say is just that we walk into it with like like rob you're saying to walk into it with a grace and and be grace-filled towards Mm -hmm. the person that we're sharing truth and and I think, and also to ask yourself, are you, do you build culture around you where people can speak truth into your mm-hmm. life? Amen. Because that goes a long way. Yeah. Yeah. Well, great job. Um, great discussion. And and for everybody that's listening, I, I am, um, I hope that you're able to take some pieces of this and go, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to follow Christ and, and I'm going to walk in these things. I'm going to, I'm going to walk this out and, and share truth with, with those around, around me. And, and be that loving grace-filled person that much like Jesus was that modeled for us with the woman at the well and, and spoke truth and it led to her salvation yeah. and uh, so well God bless you all thanks for listening today
0: hey thanks for joining us on the get real podcast today my hope each and every week is that you're able to take the content apply it to your life that it becomes more of who you are and less of what you do and that we live an intentional life together if you're interested in supporting the work of ministry here at Real Life Texas, we'd like to invite you to do that by going to reallifetexas.org give and supporting us today.